So my weekday morning drive into the center from the Stone Mountain area can take me anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes, depending upon traffic and the various construction projects lining my path. You know, I've often said driving in the Atlanta area is like driving in time. There are times on weekdays being forced to sit in traffic that I find myself feeling very disappointed. Disappointed because on weekends without traffic, I can get here in about 15, 20 minutes if I hit the lights just right. But in addition to that feeling of disappointment, what really is coming into play is that I grew up watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Stretch your memory. Flubber, stretch your memory. And the Jetsons. All of which promoted the idea that by the time I was an adult, we were adults, we would all be driving flying cars. And I'm still waiting. Harriet Tubman said, every great dream begins with a dream. Always remember you have within you the strength patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Last week I spoke of my sister's memorial in the mid-90s and how the events of that day are so burned in my memory, I remember it as if it were yesterday. Now when my sister Jackie began getting ill, the doctors tested her for various illnesses from the very mundane the extremely exotic and they tested her for well over a year breathe and doctors would do the test and scratch their head and say you know I just I just don't know what's going on then one day a doctor said and I quote I know it's a long shot but let's test you for the AIDS virus. And the test showed that she did indeed have the AIDS virus. And the doctor who gave her that diagnosis, diagnosis apologized for, for a year of poking and prodding her and said, you know, it just didn't occur to us at the time to test you for the AIDS virus because you did not fit the profile. She did not fit a perceived and eventually proven wrong profile as to who could be infected. As a result of the doctors testing her according to profile and no treatment with the drugs available at the time, Jackie transitioned within a year of the diagnosis. Now, after the memorial, I'm sitting around with all the relatives. That was a lot of fun, let me tell you. Because they took it upon themselves to and comparing all the funerals they had been to over the years in their lifetime. And whose was better and who was sad and all that great stuff. You know how families are. This is what they do. And as I listened to them speak, I realized that at the time in my early 30s, as a result of the AIDS crisis, I had been to more memorials and funerals than my mother Sir Edmund Burke wrote, all tyranny needs to gain a foothold. 
is for people of good conscience to remain silent. About a month of Sundays ago, I spoke of moving into an apartment in Clarkson when I was 13, and all the joy that brought me in having to interact with hearing impaired friends because the school for the deaf was so close by. Now, we moved into this apartment in 1977 because around 1972 or 73, my mother bought a house. First time ever she bought a house, and it was a rent-to-own scenario. The contract between her and the older gentleman who sold the house was handwritten on two sheets of three-ring paper. Then they hand-wrote a copy. They signed both copies and had them notarized, each one of the copies. The man who sold the house passed away in 76, and his son, who inherited all of the seller's property, decided that the contract was not a legal contract. And he raised what he called rent and what mother called the mortgage so high she could no longer afford it. So she went to court. She went to court. The uncle came to help and they hired a lawyer who informed mother that the seller's son was so politically connected in DeKalb County. In the end, a single divorce, barely making ends meet mother of three, with zero connection to the county's political structure, was ordered to vacate the county. Susan B. Anthony said, the older I get, greater power I seem to have to help the world. I am like a snowball. The further I am rolled, the more I gain. So what do these three very personal stories have in common? Are they stories of discrimination, persecution, and restriction? And on the surface level, I believe that, yes, we can make an argument for such levels, for such labels. However, I'm asking you to go higher in your consideration. The words of wisdom we have from Tubman Burke and Anthony blaze the trail for this higher consideration. At the human level of our existence, physical level, we are individuals whose lives have been impacted and in many situations are still being impacted by racism, sexism, homophobia, classism, body shaming, religious, religious intolerance, and so on, and so on, and so on. If we were to list all the isms and discrimination phobias in our morning service, it would become an evening service. We just don't have time to do some, some game that Robert had to get to today. We haven't just read about these loveless acts. We haven't just expressed our shock about them on Facebook. We've lived them. We've lived them. Have actually felt less than because of our body type, the color of our skin, our account balances because of whom we love. And at the soul level of existence, we know like we know like we know we are far more than the experience. We are more than the perception, judgment, and blatant discrimination of others. We are more than the current we are more because we are the activity of all the love, all the creative intelligence of the divine mind of God. And with this soul level knowing, 
appears to be out of alignment with the physical level demonstration of feeling of dis-ease. Dis-ease, discomfort seems to come forward. And it's coming forward not because others are wrong, but because we know, we know, we know the careless words and acts of a few attempting to limit and restrict the physical and personal freedom of the rights of the many is a veiled attempt to limit the immense energy and essence of the creative power and intelligence of divine spirit every individual has come to this When aspects of our culture Seek to, limit, seek to limit the identity within any individual. Break them down instead of building them up. The culture robs itself of the endless divine potential that individual contains. We don't have flying cars today because generation upon generation upon generation of expressions of boundless creative intelligence were told that because of the color of their skin, their gender, their sexuality, their body, or bank account size, they're just not good enough, not smart enough, or worthy enough. Millions have died all over the world as a result of profiling of the physical rather than emulating the spiritual. Millions of families lost their homes just in the last decade alone of a false race consciousness belief in the abundance of the universal living, and therefore may only be divided amongst the well-connected. Have a dream. You have a great dream. And whatever it is, it is yours for the living. You have Especially those claiming to do so because of a professed love of God, but their actions are simply the antithesis of all we know God to be. You know the one. Holy Romans. Take a deep breath and be a holy member. Roll your eyes right back at me. And just say, Oh, for the love of God. Which is the title of our lesson this morning. Oh, for the love of God. So I have a story to tell you, a great story. Right? So this fella, he decides to open a bar, and the location he chose is directly across the street from a church. Oh, we should be so lucky. Right? Well, the church folks, they just were not happy about this bar opening up across the street from their church. And so they kicked off a campaign try to block the bar from coming and from opening. And they did it with petitions, and they had prayer, prayer, prayed daily for the bar not to open. 
In a few days, before the bar was to open, a strong storm rolled through the area. Lightning struck the bar and burned it to the ground. The church folk were elated. Until the bar owner sued the church for $2 million, stating the church, through its congregations and prayers, was responsible for the demise of his bar. In court, the church denied all responsibility or any connection that their prayers were reasons to the bar's demise, and even offered a study from Harvard stating prayer has no impact. The judge at the hearing had this to say. I'm not sure how to decide this case. It appears from the paperwork we have a bar owner who believes in the power of prayer and an entire church and congregation that does not. Living beings snowball powerful spiritual energy, growing and expanding every day that you have come to this journey to be is a 24-7 realization and demonstration, not an occasional justification. We have to live it to be a One of my favorite quotes from Raymond Charles Barker is the wisdom it is socially incorrect to speak highly of yourself, but always spiritually correct. See, we have approached in the time in our human journey where some will say it's politically incorrect to speak highly of the loving, energetic, potential, and essence of God within all individuals. It's politically incorrect to affirm all have inalienable light rights endowed by right of consciousness. It's politically incorrect to want our children educated free of limiting, strict politically incorrect to desire a planet, water, and food, free of poisons derived from crops. It's politically incorrect to expand and demand the simplest notion that those who are trusted in positions of political power should speak and act only And all I can say to that is God, seeking and desiring, all of that may be politically incorrect. And I want to expand on this notion that I just presented to you about why we're not driving flying cars or we don't have a remote outpost on Mars that we can vacation. Although I still don't get that. When they get a beach or coconut trees, I'm there, but still there. So why is that? Because we, we all grew up that we all see it. We all see the potential, and we also all feel the possibility. But understand something. In order for presence to, to express all of its creative intelligence, all of its divine potential, and for that to manifest within the physical realm, It cannot be restricted or limited within the field. So 
yeah, my premise that I'm right, spiritually correct, is sexism, slavery, discrimination has played a role in allowing that expression of force to come forward within the physical realm. Now, what we want to understand is this. It's great to say, well, yeah, I got it. That's what they did. That is, how clean is my backyard? How, you know what you know they clean up your old backyard first. How clean is my backyard? Because discrimination, judgment, all that great stuff run rampant in various avenues and culture. And so it's not about, well, that's just the way that they are. It's the way that we are. Somebody's going to say to them, you know, I don't have racist or sexist or homophobic bone in my body. Maybe you don't. But are you expressing your truth? Are you speaking up because it's not just your social class or your gender or your race that's having Discrimination, judgment, although appearing to be applied to different groups, is the same low level vibration of individuals who practice this low level vibration of the energy. Discrimination and restrict the flow of the energy of presence in others. And they do so because they have not woken to their own. They do so because they do not recognize themselves out of the loving activity of God in manifesting forth. And therefore are unable to promote it and recognize that same activity in others. In others. So when I say, oh, I have to clean up my own backyard, I have to begin looking at, am I welcoming everyone as the expression of My blood boils because of something that a politician might say or a minister might say or do, or because of blatant acts of discrimination. I have to own that there is a part of me in need of a greater awareness of the loving energy of God that I am. I will never feel the energy of others until I feel the energy of myself, until I put into practice nothing outside of me stronger. you 
against something, not because they are wrong. March the Gout protest rally out of spiritual because of you were being for everyone being a vibrant expression in the body. Because you know like you know like you know in your heart and soul we're right. Where our thought goes is in the law of attraction states universal energy is drawn to the internal energy that you project not the external change that you see. Am I promoting projecting the right energy? I love something, again, that Harriet Tubman said. She said, I've freed a thousand slaves. I could have freed a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves. She was referring to individuals being caught Coming conditioned as slaves to the idea. Slaves to the idea that their life of limitation and restriction, well, that's as good as it gets. That's a good life right there. Nothing to see beyond here. Now get back to work. In today's environment, we are seeing the same conditions. Limiting thoughts, limiting thoughts, limiting lies slaves through the restriction of their inability to think, act, create independence. In short, there's a restriction of their own identity. And as Holmes said, it's practically the whole human race is hypnotized because they think that somebody else Back in 1936, when Queen Mary was commissioned and put into service, a luxury liner. Back in 1936, that was the largest ship of the time to sail the ocean. Through four decades, Queen Mary was in service for four decades and a world war, and served until that she was retired and anchored as a floating hotel and museum in Long Beach, California. You can still go and stay. During the conversion from luxury liner hotel, from luxury liner to hotel, those three massive smokestacks of the Queen Mary, you know, the smokestacks on the old ship, right? The one that Leo DiCaprio flew off, something like that. But they had to be removed from the ship. And they had to be scraped down and repainted. And when the smokestacks were removed from the ship and placed on the dock, Now, nothing was left of the three-quarter inches of steel plate from which the stacks had been made. 
all that remained, all that was holding up the vision of the smokestacks were 30 coats of paint that had been applied Still had completely rested on And the master teacher Jesus called the Pharisees whitewashed tombs. He meant they had no substance, only an exterior appearance. When an individual does not live their journey as this loving activity and energy of the divine, they they begin to walk, whitewash over their higher truth. They become hypnotized, taking on and accepting limiting beliefs, ideas, and ways of being, which may look good on the outside, but on the inside, it's resting away at their truth. It's resting away at their purpose and their power. It is not politically correct to speak out about the issues which weigh our conscious down and set. way of love. There's a way of honoring the divinity within everyone. There's a way which allows everyone to experience the loving essence and entity of the divine that they have come forward to be. A way which demonstrates there's always more than enough divine good and love for all to have a conscious experience. It's not somebody else. And they do that. And you know what their fear's about? This is what Mary Mary, Mary Ann Williams said. 
she said, our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond the But they're not afraid of the external. They're simply concerned what happens when they begin living their full strength and power. Will people expect more? No. No one will expect Harvey Milk said, the fact is that more people have been slaughtered in the name of religion than for any other single That, my friends, is true. And I bring up this Harvey Milk book because I'm going to stress again, I want you to be mindful. Be very, very mindful of those who use scripture to uphold their judgment on others. You know, we've seen scripture over the years used to justify slavery, the denial of women's rights and gay rights. And I assure you, if individuals that do that really believed, really believed in what the scriptures were saying, they would have sold their mothers and daughters long ago by, by their actions. accept myself exactly as I am, right here and now, with all of my so-called flaws and imperfections, I find it easy to accept others in the same way. As I open my consciousness to tap into unconditional love, I connect with new levels of spiritual power. I see a blanket of